Hi, everybody. Well, it's a podcast. We're starting. Your teeth are so white. Oh, no way. You ever, the, yeah, you do. Every, hey, everybody. I'm Matt Marr. I'm here with Scott Lyons with uh, white teeth. Hello. This is your first podcast. Yes. Have you ever been on the radio or anything no, before? I'm, no, I do, I'm not. I'm, I'm really horrified. <laughs> no, you can hear um, it. I know, but it's like it always is different after the fact. You're like, listen back. Oh, that's like, true. You know, and you're like, that's why people like do their voicemail like recordings like 18 times when they're just like this is scott leave a message <laughs> you know and you're like no that doesn't sound right well you get i because i teach a class for actors kind of to enjoy auditioning and just kind of get over their just to learn to love it again and one of the exercises i have them do and they hate it is i make them record and watch themselves every single day Ugh. and i do that because i've I feel like you – I've had to do – edit my own stuff and watch my stuff and listen to my stuff that now my voice in this sounds the way it sounds to me in real life. Right, which is good. I mean, which is good. Not my singing voice. Really. I'm still – not my singing voice. <laughs> not my singing voice. Okay, well, I want to say like <laughs> to everybody – so, hashtag budget show. Mm. Um, we're having – this is a podcast, Dear Maddie, first, that you're in my bedroom. Yes, I know. The place of of love with my Batman sheets. We're here because I normally do the podcast in my living room, and they're – it's actually really odd. They're making the whole front yard all – they're putting, like, desert plants and making it all water-friendly. But they're sawing and hammering and yelling at each other, so – And there's an open house going on, too. There's a lot of – people oh. coming in and out. Oh, yeah, because they're renting the apartment. Yeah, so, so they, they thought I was here for that. And I was oh, like, they did? No. No, I'm here for I'm Maddie's here. show. I'm they probably think now I'm an escort. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm sure that they've been thinking <laughs> that Oh, they have. Um, my landlord totally, she was like, you're not going to have like gay orgies over here, are you? What? She totally asked me that. And That's, I was like, is that legal? I don't think it is. <laughs> and I was like, no, because I'm fat. No, no, I wouldn't because I just wouldn't. But... <laughs> but yes, she asked me that. So anyway, it's an intimate Dear Maddie show. Um, but tell everybody how we met one another. We met uh, when we were both uh, showed up for the uh, Trevor Project training uh, uh, to be helpline counselors back in, I want to say, 2006, was it? I think 2006. Tell everybody what the Help Trevor Project is that didn't. The Trevor Project is uh, an organization um, that uh, is a suicide prevention um, hotline that we were um, – training to be counselors for to um help uh gay and questioning youth um and uh we uh went through like two full long weekends and then some on the job training Mm -hmm. together um but it's a wonderful organization that i was so proud to um have been a part of um yeah it's a you know yeah it was a good thing i made a lot of good friends from that yeah was a, we had a big class. I remember that. And I remember that you were, um, there was a lot of, you know, you get into a room with a bunch of gay men that don't know each other and everyone's kind of, you know, and you were um, yourself from the very beginning. And I think you got everyone talking and feeling comfortable. Um, I remember that very much. So you got people laughing the quickest too. Oh, well, thank you. I, was, I think Nicholas and Kobe. Yeah, on yeah, that show, guys, would, they would say something different. 
because that's where oh, we are. Really? Oh, really? be like, oh, my God, you are the teacher's pet. Every time <laughs> say, do you know the answer? And you were like, I do. I, I Oklahoma boy knows. And Kobe's like, yeah, it was annoying. <laughs> and they totally hated me. And now they're my You were friends. engaged <laughs> with the, with what we were learning. And we were there for a really long time. We were for those, were long. Like, those were like long days. They were very long days. You were talking like, about I'm going to make the most of it. Like, I am a teacher's pet. Though. I like... That's your thing. I, I'm getting better. I've kind of let it go, but I really, I want, well, but also I was kind of debating on being, whether I was going back to go back to school in psychology. So I really was engaged in that because I wanted to see if I liked it, but I did. I wanted everyone to love me. Yeah. Also, well, that, yeah. And I mean. Also too, I do a PS, I joined Trevor Project to meet guys. That didn't work. <laughs> well, didn't work. no, but Colby and, and I know, are but really good friends, but I know, romantically. Exactly. I know. Yeah. It, I think, though, I was in that stage because hashtag confession role. Yeah. Totally. When I first met you, I had a little crush on you. Oh. And then I realized <laughs> yeah. I don't date white guys. So, oh. <laughs> sorry. But, um, but no, I think I was in that stage, too, of like, I was so happy. When you come out, there's, um, I mean, you can probably relate to this, but there's actually a psychological thing called developmental lag. And it's like when you come out, it's it's like a part of you becomes 13 again. Yeah. So -hmm. when I came out and I – even though I was in Texas, like it was still Texas – Nobody really – it wasn't – I wasn't 21, so I couldn't go to a bar or club. I didn't have any gay friends. So when I moved to California at like 22, 23, uh, 23, it was like, okay. And then I kind of started meeting people, but I didn't have a lot of gay friends. And that was in 2003, and it was finally like in 2006. Like that was the first time I had ever – I'd never even really been to a gay bar in West Hollywood. Wow. So going to Trevor was the first time that I was around – and not like a let's go out to a bar and get drunk, but like an intellectual conversational group of gay people. Yeah, yeah. Ever in my whole life. Wow. So it was. I think I had a crush really on everybody because I was like, "You're yeah, nice." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Ooh, I found my people. <laughs> yeah. You know? So That's I think you awesome. do that when you first come out. You think, "Oh, I like that person." You're like, "No, actually, they're just nice." And I want to be your friend, and then that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's cool. I never realized I mean, though about Trevor Project being that for me. God, I, I feel like I joined. Oklahoma. Like I just was so. You're I was from- so bored at work. I'm from New Jersey. Okay. Um, I'm from Somerset, New Jersey. I was so bored in my uh, my day job, and I didn't really, like, I just was, like, miserable, like, being in your mid-20s and just, like, you know, like, just When did you drama. come out? I came out when I was 21. Oh, okay. Um, so not far after, and then I moved out here. I moved out to L.A. when I was 23. Was that big dramatic coming out? Um, I did it at Thanksgiving. <gasps> what? <laughs> well, I was just having a really hard pass the turkey. I like it up the butt. Basically, <laughs> basically, no. I was. Uh, Is I, your family like religious, Catholic? We're or? there. We're some of us are are still. None of us are really practicing Catholic, but we were raised Catholic and okay. Irish Catholic, and um. But I, I just knew that I was going to have a really hard time like spitting the words out. So I was like, well, I'm just going to say it once when everyone is together. Cause I have a big family and I was like, I'm not going to say it like five different times. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I knew I was going to do it on Thanksgiving and I'm just kind of, you Did know, you have a boyfriend? building up. I, I was seeing someone who okay. I was going to visit the next day in Las oh. Vegas and like he was my friend, but he really wasn't my friend. Okay. So this was like, you know, but, uh, 
so I'm like trying to build up the courage and I'm not getting through. And then finally we're leaving Thanksgiving at my uncle's house and we're driving back to my mom's house. And I'm like, okay, I have to do it now. It's like the last time. So I like, you know, I say it and then um, I don't realize that like you don't have any, like you don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> like you're like trapped in a car. So I like threw out this, you know, uh, your mom hey guys, and dad. Gay. It was my mom. My dad had passed away, but oh, it was I'm my sorry. mom and uh, my sister and my brothers and my mom and my sister. They were like, my mom started crying. She was so happy that I could finally just say it. She was mm. amazing. My, um, you know, and my, I think my, <laughs> I think my youngest brother responded first with, um, you're joking, right? And I was like, no. And he was like, I need a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, you know, but they all, they're all so amazing and have been wonderful since, but that was my... You're very close to your family, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. see on the Facebook, you're always like doing something. Yeah, they're they're awesome. I mean, you're not, you're living the dream. How long have you been married? Uh, Since October. Very Where did you meet your husband? Uh, How did you meet him? At a friend's 30th birthday party. Oh, that's a good thing. How old are you? I am 35. Oh, wow. You are similar. 36. 36. Okay, yeah. When's your... You're in Pisces. I know. Oh, yeah. We both have a birthday. I'm March 12th. You're... Fourth. Look at that. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when we get along. So we're feelers. Yep. Um, So you got married in October. Got married in October. Uh, Who asked who to marry? uh, uh, Jason asked me. uh, Very much a surprise. We were in... uh, Sorry, I'm totally going off on GDD. No, no, no. no, I mean, you can hit me up with any... Um, uh, We were in Thailand for uh, Christmas and New Year's. And he, uh, on New Year's Eve, uh, when we got back to our hotel room, he... He surprised me and like uh, there was like a bottle of champagne that was like in our hotel room and I was like wasted and he's like, why don't you like, oh, he's like, he was like, why don't you open that bottle of champagne? And I was like, ah, oh, can we just drink it tomorrow? Like I've, I've had too much to drink. He's like, no, really, you should open it. And I'm like, what? I like, can we just like, and then like I turn around, like I'm going to like fix it and then I turn around and, and, um, and, uh, and he, he, I'm trying to think if he, tr- he did. He did get on one knee. I was like, did oh. he get it? And then, yeah, it was absolutely did you start beautiful. Crying? I did. We both did. Yeah. yeah it was probably. pretty, like, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's something you don't think is ever going to happen in your life. Absolutely. Never. 100%. You think it's not going to happen. So. Yeah. It was like we were laughing and crying at the same time. It was just, like, Aww. the coolest thing. Yeah. yeah. That's. Well, and now cut to. You have a son. And then we. Yeah. And we. we uh, so, so he proposed. And then we uh, had. Uh, had we i'm trying to think we had signed up to for uh adoption and then we had victor in june and then we got married after we had victor so victor how, was there for our wedding. how was victor when you when newborn he, he we were there yeah. like for the birth um oh wow yeah so we got to experience everything um from the moment he came into the world wow yeah. so like you know, I th- I'm saying this to a lot of people think, uh, and I think it's kind of true. I think gay men, as I look in my comic book, I have Batman sheets on my bed. We can kind of be kids for longer in life. Absolutely, yep. So, but like, how has becoming a parent? How is that? I know it changes everybody's life, but what's how? What's the change been for you? Um, it. Uh, I oh, what think, are some changes? I think that the the big thing. I was just talking about this with a friend. I feel like the biggest gift that you get from it is that you. Um, discover 
life all over again through the eyes of someone else. Mm -hmm. And as he discovers everything for the first time, you are, are there to do it as well. And he's still really young, but like, I look forward to every question and, you know, kids are, you know, they're so before they get socialized and start censoring themselves and do all the things that sort of like, you know, like they're just such like these wonderful spirits who ask these absurd questions and they make you think about things mm. that you didn't, that you wouldn't normally think about that you just always accepted as this is the way it is. And that's that. And then when you have to try to explain. So I think it like the, the biggest uh, thing for me has just like, it's just, it's like a new life. Like it is, mm. it is just a, a way to see life in a different way. And you, um, you know, all, all your priorities just switch and, and, uh, you know, turn around a bit, but it's, it's been the best. It's so, awesome. So Victor's how old now? I love that name. He is going to be one, um, on June 23rd. So oh, very wow. soon. And he, uh, we named him after Jason's father who passed away when Jason oh, was really young. That's so, nice. um, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So what, what, so are there strengths? Are you the better dad at this? Are you better at doing this and Jason's better at doing this or I'm, whatever? I'm better at everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, um, no, yes, we do compliment each other really well. I feel like I'm more of the disciplinarian and oh, really? like stay like on a schedule and Jason's the fun zany, like he's, he's gonna, he's, he's, he brings the laughs and I think I'm more like, you know, we gotta focus on, we gotta focus. Things, what does Victor know? call you? Um, he or is, is he still, he's yet? just still like that, that, you know, like okay. right now, but I think. We're going to kind of let him figure it out. I think we decided that one of us is going to be dad and one of us is going to be papa. Um, oh, nice. But we're not really sure. You know, Whatever. We're just going to let him see what it is. He could call like. you fuckface and you wouldn't care. Exactly. Just He'd start like, talking. Oh, already. Just start talking already. <laughs> That's when it's, ugh. Yeah. Hashtag, I'm, I just, I always, I was, I, my friend just had a baby and I got to see it because I needed them a baby blanket because... I'm you a professional a homosexual. Oh, oh yeah, I'm knitting one for a friend now. Actually, so I have so many friends having babies. I'm just like fucking knitting. knitting like time. instead of enjoying, I'm like, God damn it, I've got to knit this goddamn blanket. <laughs> so stressed out about it. But uh, <laughs> stop having That's babies. So people. fantastic. I love it. I love it actually. Yeah. And um, but I held the baby, and it just was. It's teething. It's like uh, six, and it just started gnawing on my hand, mm-hmm. and then it fell asleep while gnawing on my hand, and my ovaries exploded. Oh, oh, I was yeah. just like it's 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 insane. Uh, speaking of teething, that is from Victor. Like yesterday or the day before, there's he a just, mark on his honor, everybody. Yeah, you can't just, see. Oh, sorry. It just bites um, you. Yeah, he just bites me, and I'm just like, you know, it's fun, I guess. And it your hurts. or your moms, because you don't. Your father's passed, so both my, of your moms like obsessed grandmas. Um, my, uh, Jason's mother, yes, she loves her some Victor. It's her first grandchild. Oh, say um, no more. And uh, this is the. Uh, there are seven grandchildren on my oh, side. So your mom's like and another one. Like, Whatever. <laughs> what? That's great, Scott. Good she's, for she's you. She's had three grandchildren in one year. So she's like, you know, she could not be happier, but it's like, you know. Did they all live in New Jersey still? Everyone's in New Jersey, yeah. So, oh, so, so hopefully we'll get back there soon. What about uh, Jason's family? Uh, his mom's in North Carolina. His sister's in Atlanta. They need to move. I know. They need, you need free child care. I know, right? Oh, yes. I mean, that's the other thing. That's the like, most expensive just, thing. It's expensive and you just like, yeah, you just, you don't realize how much you need help. 
you know oh yeah like it is it, just even for a couple hours here or there just to be able to go like you were saying before i'm like, shocked when you said like, sure i can come over on thursday i'm like how are you able to do this yeah yeah well he's he's in good hands right now so all right well <laughs> all right well now i want a baby okay i always want a baby let's go to our questions so um this one i purposely saved this question for you so i did and uh, because it's about kids so it says uh, this is from sarah age 32 dear maddie i just had a baby six months ago yay Mm -hmm. so my husband feels that we need to spend more time together but i'm feeling the motherly guilt i know it's stupid but how do i get past that i do want to keep up with mine and my husband's relationship am i being crazy this is sarah 32 I save this to you because I'm like, bitch, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just do whatever I want. I'm single. Um, no oh, gosh. Sarah, Have you all had that yet? Like, um, I feel like. Because it seems like every parent, let me preface, it seems like yeah. every parent has that moment where they're, they're like, at first the baby comes and they're in the baby. And then it's like they feel like there's some time. I don't know if it's four or six months in where they look and they're in their pajamas at three o'clock covered in like baby shit and goo. And they're like. What? I don't have a life. The fuck? Like, have you yeah. had that at all? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, there are times when you're delirious, and especially early on when, you know, you're not sleeping through the night, and it's just, like, everything. You know, the other thing is, like, just when you get in a routine with them, they grow out of that and get into the next routine. So you're you're never just, like, mm. steady. You know, it's never, like, this is what he eats and this is how much he drinks. You know, this is how big his body It's, like, it's, he, as he's growing and changing, like, you just got to roll with it. And you have to, you know, figure out how to do it. We have not had that much um, in terms of... Uh, we, we, we've managed to have some date nights and stuff like that. But really, we, you know... We want to be you want to a be unit, like with all together. You know, like any free time. You know, Jason works crazy hours, and any free time he has, he wants to spend it with both of us. So, and um, I think it's also different too when when you're a gay couple. Like, sorry, listeners, but it's true. I'm just going to say it. Usually, it's not that gay parents are, are lesbian or whatever are better parents per se, but I think a lot of times we're more. There's a different intentional. We can't knock each other up. Yeah, please. that's true. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely. Have, I would Abs- have like Lawrence, Carlos, <laughs> Darnell. I would have like a. I would have a litter of children. <laughs> we can't. Stupid in my twenties. So we can't do that. Right. So it's like you have to make this decision. Right. And there's no. Yeah. Not absolutely. that Sarah and your husband didn't. You might have thought about this for years and years too. But it's just like it's. Um, and whatever decision you consciously make, you don't really know what it's going to be like until you're actually in it, you know? And no, you, but, no one has any idea. No. But, but I, I think of mother, getting to your question, I think yeah. the motherly guilt, though, that's just normal, right? Have you had, uh, what, how no, hard was it first like, time I mean, you did daycare? The, he, we started him when, oh gosh, maybe he was seven months. Did I you stress think. out about it? Yeah, it was a tough time. And I mean, all I can say to her is really like, you have this child for the rest of their life. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, it, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I think it's important that you, um, you're sensitive to your, your teammate, your husband's needs and what he's telling you that he wants. If he's, I mean, most guys, you know, most straight men never really say what they want when it comes to relationships and, they don't. you know, and they don't really know how to communicate. They're so better. if he's telling her that, then she really needs to tune in. And yeah, I mean, 
the motherly guilt, like you'll be fine. Like you, you need to learn to let go. For for me, daycare was tough. It was tough on both of us. It's a lot of just surrendering control to other people to feed your child and let them go to sleep and help them with their development skills. And you know, it's you're not. It's you know, but it's. I think it, it's important for us too because you you're still. You're you're still a person aside from being a mother. You know, you're still Sarah, and you're still a wife, and you have to, you know. Um, I mean, you can... it's the whole put yourself first. I know a lot of people have a problem when I said, but I even though I don't have children, but I've read a lot, I've watched a lot of Oprah, and I do believe that your priority should be yourself first, and I even think your relationship first, and then your child. I, I don't know how you. if you're able to do that, but no, I agree with you. I think that if you don't take care of yourself. You're no good to anyone else. So if you do not find ways of figuring that out, then you're no good to anyone else. And I think that if you ignore your your marriage, your relationship for your child, then you know eventually that's that's gonna fall apart. And mm-hmm. and then you know so and yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's in that order. I think it has so to be. Sarah, maybe think about that, like. You don't have to be – being a good mom is not giving up, devoting your – putting aside all of your needs for your child. That that to me is not being a good parent. I think right. being a good parent is – well, I don't know. I want you to figure out what being a good parent is, you know, and like maybe sit down and like write down some qualities like this is the kind of mother I want to be and then write down this is the kind of person I want to be Yeah, and this is the kind of wife I want to be yeah. and like see how those qualities match up. Yep. And where there's a common ground and talk and you should maybe that would be a good exercise for you to do with your husband and then you could have a conversation. Oops, sorry, hit the mic. Professional. Uh, <laughs> really professional. And then you can kind of see where you are. That was think, good advice. I, I, think, I that's think that's really a great really, advice. I'm gonna pat myself on the I back think, for that one. Yeah. That's I, really great. Yeah, I need kids. Yeah, and a exactly. husband. I'm I'm the parent here. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, anything else to add for Sarah? No, I think that you can. That you nailed it. All right, I nailed it. All right. Uh, this is from. This is a very short question. This is from Dear Maddie. I'm thinking of changing my hair and cutting it short. Will I look like a lesbian? Miss Long or Short? <laughs> age 22. <laughs> I tell people to ask me anything. Wow. From Miss Long or Short? Wow. She didn't even say her name. And she's 22 years You're old. She's 22. Sugar, where do you live? Where do you live? Oh, do you live boy. like in Alabama wow. or something? I actually know a lot of women. I, I mean, yes, Miss Longer, you will. You'll look like a big dyke like, with yes. short hair, just so you know. all lesbians have all short les- hair. Yes, yes. All, all lesbians and all straight women all have long, luxurious Pantene hair <laughs> that they flip in the sunlight. So, I mean. So don't give that up don't unless you want give to like a lesbian. Up. I don't. I shouldn't try to make fun of my guests, but no. Sugar, it's 2015. Yes, cut your hair however you want it. Yeah. I mean, there are some really beautiful women, lesbian and non-lesbian, yeah. with short pixie cuts that- Halle like, Berry. Uh, yeah. I mean- Julie Andrews. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm dating myself. <laughs> I'm dating myself. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did she have- Oh, she cut it all she off did. for she Liz, did. right? Charlie Theron yeah. in Mad Max. She has yeah. like short, short hair. Mm-hmm. She looks a little dickish. 
I mean, she no, I'm kidding. Is, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, yeah, exactly. She's they beautiful. All do. They all they all look like dykes as soon as they cut their hair. Exactly. Like yeah. Word. Um, I know we're saying that word because uh, it's not an appropriate word to use. Yeah. But we're saying it because we're making fun of you a little bit, Miss Longer Short. I'm sorry, but yeah. it's true. So no, uh, so get your hair cut. However, is going to make you feel the most closest to who you truly but yes, are. Ellen has short hair, and she looks beautiful. She does, and you she know gets what? Highlight hair well. always grows back. Yeah, hair always grows back. So, so cut your hair. Yeah, like it. I'm just. <laughs> Listen to the first question. A mother talking about her husband's relationship and you're stressed out about your hair making you look like a lesbian. Priorities, Miss Longer Short. It says Short. a lot about your audience, too. They, they, it's a wide-ranging, <laughs> I don't know why. You know, yeah, I'd like to just demo. tune in. Sorry, I never try to make fun of the guest, Miss Longer Short, and I feel like I just kind of made fun of you, and I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Miss Longer Short, I feel like um, it's I, – I think you have to think through your question because, you know, lesbians look like everything. Everything. And, and uh, you know – there's no haircut that can define who or what you yeah. look like. Um, it's like NDRE sings that song, I Am Not My Hair. Do you like oh, NDRE? Yeah, yeah, I do. I love her. Yeah, she's, um, she's so great. But yeah. I, I think this brings up another question or another uh, – it does bring up that women do – like women and hair, it's a powerful thing. And I know that oh. especially for like – for african-american women for um i think for just women in general it's like you need to have this pressure of having this long luxurious hair so i actually i'm going to step back and kind of scold myself miss longer short in that i kind of get where you're coming from with your question because if you're looking at like the images women see in culture it's is it's jennifer lopez it's mm-hmm. it, you know which um um jennifer aniston jennifer aniston yeah i mean that yeah, was like- a big your hair is power so, hashtag I'm a jerk. I, I totally agree. I, but, you know, to that point, I think it's important that if you give power to any of your physical traits like that, um, you're, you're screwing yourself. You ooh. know, like you have to really um, – that power is not about what kind of style you have on your head or what, you know – what glasses you're wearing or anything it's it, it, don't give yourself i mean it's hair and and uh it should not you you should do what makes you feel comfortable but i i i don't think yours me i i, I, I think, think you just nailed that though you know, don't give your power to something so because some, hair is gonna all go away we're all not gonna have hair someday yeah like it's as scary as that is so let's think about how we can work on those other parts of ourselves that will stay yeah. with us. Just wait till it goes in on your ears and your back. That's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> so welcome to that. But what, wait, I want to say, what did you say? Don't give your power to something physical. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like That's great. I love traits. it. Yeah. That's a takeaway. They're all going to go away. All of our, our, our muscles and our beautiful hair and everything that we work so hard for, especially as gay men. It's like, if you, if you place your worth and what you're valued at on, on, on those types of things, you, you're setting your set up to fail f- to, to just be really sad. Cause yeah, those things really are going to go away, you know, at Good. some point. Look at you. Mm. Scott Lyons nailed that one. You know, Scott Lyons therapist. We're, we're, we're one for one right now. We are one for one. Yeah. All right. Um, last question. Dear Mrs. from Colleen, age 28. We have a young crowd that this show. Okay. Dear Maddie, I'm a school teacher and I love my students. However, I just hate being a teacher. I hate the red tape. I hate the bullshit egos of some of the administrators that I feel are completely out of touch with how to actually educate children. And I am over all the mean girl teachers at work. 
P.S. Everyone, this is Matt. I, this is the opinion of Colleen, not Maddie. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. teachers are awesome. Um, anyway, she says I'm stuck in that place though of feeling committed to my kids. See, this is why teachers are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm 28 and I feel like I made a mistake. Oh, am I a dumbass for getting a degree in something I don't like? Should I go back to school or stick with this job until I pay off my student loans? Colleen, 28. That's a lot, Colleen. You just asked a lot. I think you're yeah. spinning a little bit. Bless your heart. But yeah, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna we're gonna do we're it. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna work all through it. This. Yeah. So let's go with it. So she's she hates being a teacher. She loves her students. She hates being a teacher at this particular school. Yeah, that that's at, true. Right? That's like, true. Yeah, and it seems like a. I mean, everything she said ab- about the you know the egos and the red tape and all that stuff exactly applies to many jobs I've had in big you know teaching or not. Yes, that's exactly. just jobs. It's like and 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 sometimes you get in a really shitty place and yeah. you have to either stick it out or so yes that's all that's, that's all true. that that's all temporary that's just there that, it that's, is temporary. that has nothing to do with actually the, the 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 path that you've chosen as a teacher i'm interested like do you think you did something you don't like you, you now you're stressed out that you got a degree that you don't like that you made a mistake and get a degree in school um i mean hello i have a degree in vocal performance and i realized basically opera and i realized like the last semester before I graduated school, I was walking down the hall and I heard two music because I went to a really competitive, like the second largest music school in the nation. So it was really competitive, really intense. And I was walking down the hall and I heard two people talking about music and like this new music and all that they love and this new artist and all that. And I thought in my head, I don't give two shits about that. I went, I just like singing. It's a fun hobby. And I went, oh, I probably wouldn't get my degree in this. And I was graduating next semester. So I was like, well. I'm already. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, So I, I can relate right. to that. What's her name? Colleen. I can relate to that, Colleen. I think, um, you, I mean, when you know better, you do better. You just do what you know. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, for me, it was about, you know, I got my degree in opera, and then I got my master's in psychology. Am I a practicing therapist right now? No. Yeah. And I realized for me, it's been about stories. Like, yeah. I love stories, and it, but am I a better person because i got that degree in opera and because of psychology yeah like it definitely has influenced my life and one has led you to the other in some yeah. way that you might not even exactly be aware. now it's my like, mother's yeah. probably listening to this and say i just get your hours and be a therapist no i'm kidding my mom does <laughs> she's supportive but that's coming from me i don't know i don't know have you ever what did you go to school i in? went to school for theater oh you did i, did, I, I didn't did, know that i, I know i, I don't did, talk about you're it a much. theater fag just well, like me you know, i feel like i was uh in the um i didn't i had no idea what i wanted to study in school i only went to college because my mom like would have been devastated if i didn't get a degree uh-huh. so i was like okay so then i i sucked at math and i sucked at science we are the same person and I sucked at those things <laughs> and so i was like and i was always curious about theater i'd never done it when i was growing up i was not even remotely courageous enough to you know deal with the um you know being a theater geek uh-huh. you know um so i played it cool and then i did it in college and um i you know you don't have to have many um math or science courses no, no, in your you're like one Where, where'd you go to school uh mason gross school of the arts in at rutgers university it was their art school it was oh, a wow. small little thing and and so um and then i think the by the time that i was graduating i knew that there was not something i wanted to pursue um as a career 
but I was like, I just got to get the hell out of school. Like I just need to graduate. You know what I mean? And so I have not used my degree. I mean, I've used, I have not used exactly what I graduated in for my, but I use the skills. I think you learn amazing skills in, in theater school. And I learned, you know, um, I think I've taken those, the things that I can with me, but, um, you know, to her getting back, you know, to Colleen, Colleen, uh, you know, figure out if it sounds to me like it's just a really shitty school you're at and that yeah. you need to just change, like examine, you know, the possibilities of, of, of going to another school. I've had, I have a ton of friends that are teachers, all that I admire incredibly because it is the most amazing career path. Yeah. And I think that you, you most know, rewarding and also probably most hardest absolutely most hardest yeah hardest yeah and and not financially uh rewarding rewarding Mm -hmm. at all which is admirable that but it's uh it's so important to have good ones so it's if you're just if you're just not meshing with the administration or the faculty or you know then find find another a school that does work for you because it sounds to me like you're really invested in your students which is awesome um but yeah, and you maybe know? figure out, like, take the things you do love. Like, I love about, like, therapy and things like that. I love, actually learned that I liked working with more with, like, groups rather than one-on-one individual therapy. So now I'm I'm teaching my class for actors, which is, like, a life coaching kind of group therapy class. I'm doing that, Colleen. I'm making money from that. I'm starting, you know, I'm doing this summer camp. I realized that doing this summer camp environment is, is working with kids in a way that gets them involved. It puts uses my therapy skills. It also uses my voice theater training skills. So that's the way I'm fine. I I think it's, I agree with you. I don't think you need to give up on teaching to maybe go to a different school. And that if it's still, even if the school's good and it's still not fulfilling to you, like really think about what do I like to do and how can I do that in a way? I mean, it maybe it's like you like being one of those people who throws like kids parties for people, like whatever it is. And you might be like, well, I have this degree in teacher, but I'm telling you, when you are, this is totally morbid, but I'm just in the state of mind of late because of my aunt passing away. But I'm like, when you are on your fucking deathbed, you don't want to be like, you're not going to sit there and be like, God, I'm, I'm glad I stuck with teaching for 30 years because I got that degree for four years. Holy, no, you're going to totally. be like, I'm so glad I like did what I wanted to do and told fear to fuck itself yeah. and got out of the way. Yep. And I think it's important to always like, you got to ask questions to yourself uh, to, uh, to figure out what what direction you want to go into. You got to keep asking more questions about this is what I like about my job. This is what I don't like about my job. This is what I would find interesting, you know, because if you, everything is not so black and white. So it's not like I got a degree to be a teacher. So I'm going to be a teacher. It's no. like, I got a degree to be a teacher. I can be a teacher for now. And I could that can know, transition into all anything. The time. So it's not just like you It's don't have tunnel vision about, this was, you know, I, I, yeah, pay, you know, when I got to pay off all these loans, and if I don't, you know, you just have to figure out, you know, you keep to asking out your yourself way. questions. Yeah, read the Four Hour Work Week by Timothy Fair. I saw that on your um, bookshelf. I like a lot of your uh, books up there. Oh, yeah. thanks. That's a great book. That totally changed my perception about working and how we manage work and what is work to us. And that's all I'll say. Timothy Ferris, the Four Hour Work Week. Read it, Colleen. Get it. It's a short read. It's my variable. brother, my oldest brother Brett, who I admire very much, is a Tim Ferriss like fanatic. He just, oh yeah, he, he is a big. He has a great yeah. podcast too. Uh, yeah, he's told me to listen to it, but yeah, I, I only listen to yours. 
Oh, that's true. Thank you. Um, how are you doing? You good? You I'm good. Pal- My okay. leg fell asleep, but I'm good. I'm good. Oh, good. Okay, great. Well, so now we're at the point of the show. We're at celebrity shit the bed. Woo! So normally, you know, we talk about something in pop culture or just something that was affecting people and. This is one of the other main reasons I brought you on the show because for Celebrity Shit the Bed, I wanted you to just kind of – I know a little bit of the story. I don't know all of it, so just tell everybody something here. But you recently have had a, just an amazing, I think um, – and I really do mean not how everybody goes, oh, my God, look at that lamp. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like this salad's amazing. I mean like an actual – when I mean amazing means something taking its life of its own and ex- – and expand. I'm just hitting everything. Yeah, you're but talking I'm like your hands everywhere. a lot. But something like taking a life of its own and expanding and affecting people and just a beautiful thing. So, um, tell you tell your little bit of activism. Oh, I um, thank you, thank you for that. Uh, it was I, I wrote I wrote a letter um, on f- to my old uh, religion teacher that I had when I was 16. I went to Catholic school. I went to so Catholic why did you write the letter? Um, she had been, take us from the beginning. I'll take the you end. from the beginning. Yes. Um, so uh, she had a Facebook um, profile that was up and open to the public mm-hmm. and. Um, my brother and a lot of other friends that I went to um, high school with that I had her as teachers would like, uh, you know, send around links of like, you know, look what she posted this time. And she was posting some really uh, nasty things about, about gays um, pretty much. And, um, and uh, she's uh, very extreme in her uh, views that uh, you know, she's still a teacher. Gay, she's still a teacher. She okay. she teaches, uh, I believe, uh, somewhere between fourteen and eighteen year olds. Okay, um, and she is the theology teacher still there, um, and she's also uh, like part of the the parish there as well. Oh, um, it's a Catholic school. Yes, yes. Um, and so, yeah, so she had just been writing these things and, you know, I just been like, you know, he would send me them and I just kind of roll my eyes and, and whatever. And then he sent them one day, he sent something one day that she had posted about, um, do your brothers agree with her? Or oh, like, no, no, no. They were totally, off. yeah, they're totally oh, they're pissed like, off okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're just like, look what she did. And, um, okay. and so I don't know what came over me, but I, I think I had had, um, you know, I was, reading it and I was sitting at my counter and I was looking at my husband and our son and she, what her post was something about how, you know, being gay is a choice and that you, um, gay people are not fit to, um, uh, be parents. Oh, wow. Um, something along those lines. And, and I, uh, so a direct attack on who you are. Yeah, and I just looked was like looking at them, and I was like, "This, this is my life has never been more fulfilled. I've never felt more, um, have more of a purpose than I do as, uh, you know, a father, as a husband. I feel so, um, you know, that that life is is I could have never have imagined that life would be this great for me mm-hmm. as it is right now." And so I just like felt so compelled and I just was like, maybe, I guess in the back of my head, I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to message her and I'm going to say, like, let her know about my life. And I thought she was a really cool teacher in, in high school 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
Uh, and so I did. And then I took that, uh, the, what I messaged her and I just posted it with a picture of my son, um, onto, um, my own Facebook wall. And then people started responding and it got like really, uh, uh, passed around a lot and shared a lot. And I, a lot of alumni, um, you know, just, you know, I made it public. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like my pages private, but I made this, um, particular post public because i just felt like you know fuck you like yeah how dare She's you putting this out publicly you know, yeah yeah exactly exactly um so uh so that's what happened and then it uh it turned into um how many people do you think saw it uh, well, well, I think what happened was uh, one of the, another alumni from my school went to uh, who's gay, uh, who lives up in San Francisco, a guy named Greg Bennett, who's awesome. He was on the Real Housewives of New Jersey and has oh. quite a following. So he also posted something about her posts as well. And uh, and then my aunt, who is Susan Sarandon. Oh, duh! I forgot um, about that. Yeah, that little. You person. actually look like her. P.S. Oh, like her daughter. Thank you. Oh, I guess yeah, that's Eva. her cousin, yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like Evan. You look like her in the eyes. Oh, thank you. She's the best. Um, I think Susan Sarandon would maybe be the coolest aunt in the world. She's absolutely yeah. Especially I mean, to I, like I've, a gay I, nephew. I've, all of my aunts are super cool across the board. But you are know? you her favorite like um, nephew niece? No, she, there, there are so many of us. <laughs> um, so many. There are so many. There's not. They are, are not. Susan is the oldest of nine children. Oh, I didn't know that. And they have all. Um, or most of them have all had multiple, multiple children. So I have like 30 cousins on my oh, okay. side of the family. Good Lord. Um, I'd like to believe that I'm her favorite, but I don't think, I, I don't, I don't think she has favorites. But so you have like two um, celebs. Yeah. So, that. so yeah. So, a lot so then of Susan shared that as well. And I think, yeah, I think like and she's 7, such an activist people, she was pissed. Yeah. She it was really nice. She was just like, you know, I, I absolutely have your back. And I think she really liked what I wrote because it wasn't, um, you it know, was beautiful. Attacking. It wasn't attacking. It was just saying, "Here's my story." Yeah, what you just like, said. Why, like, why, I, yeah, why you? You know, why must you try to demean my my what? You know, I felt like what she was. I felt like she was demeaning my life and making less. You know, not that she was uh, personally attacking me, but that th- that's how it felt. You mm-hmm. know. Um, so Susan shared it, and then it got you know. It, USA Today picked it up and it was on, you know, the news and, um, you know, a bunch of, it, it turned into a, quite a a large thing and, and, um, you know, the family research, you know, a lot of people had the back, uh, you know, had my teachers back and all of those, you know, extreme, you know, far right Christian groups, you know, were really upset. So they ended up suspending the teacher two days after I wrote the letter or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, it had just kind of built into the storm and there was news, you know, news, news trucks oh, wow. outside of the school. And you look know, what and, you did. I know. I know. It was like, wow. It was a very, it was a crazy couple weeks, you know, uh, you know, uh, but it was, it was the most wonderful feeling to know that, uh, that people will, um, that people have your back when you're coming from the place that I was coming from, which is just like, you know, like I'm just, I just love my husband and I love my child and my love is not any less worthy than, than what your love is. With Nor your affecting your love of yeah, your family. Yeah. Um, it's odd. I feel like just um, being around people that are quite, 
because I'm not saying this about all people that are religious, but people and then now like with everything that's going on with the Duggars and yeah. all that with the molestation, uh-huh. but they're relig- like it's funny how a lot of people say you know it's almost like well these are my views, my religious views, but it's not personal. You know what I mean? They almost right, think like, well, right. this is just because it was in the Bible and it's written this way, but it's not really like it's not meant to be personal. And I was, and I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, it is exactly. personal. It is. It yeah, is. exactly. So like, yeah, I, I love it. There's always there's always people that are like, well, I you know I don't agree with gay people. We have a gay nephew and we love him, but I don't think that you guys should be married. And I don't think that. And I think that what you're doing is a choice. And it's like, well, let me tell you something. You don't love your gay you nephew. Like, you don't like, love him. Like, like I, you might be under the illusion that you are you are loving it to him, but that is not love. Yeah, like, I'm telling you now. If anybody <laughs> out there says I love the sinner, but hate the sin right guess what you don't right. i'm sorry you right. don't and i'm saying that for somebody's that they feel hated by you yes whether you mean that or not they feel hated by yeah, you yeah absolutely so fix it <laughs> yeah exactly so okay so like there's news um, trucks out at the school like oh, they suspended her uh they suspended her and then you know they suspended, suspended her for a month um and they brought her back she's now back to teaching um and uh they because they, feel- they, they they said at the end of the day that her it was not a theological issue it was a personnel issue which i think implied that it wasn't they didn't disagree with what she was saying or the 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 content of her mm-hmm. um it was more along the lines of the fact that she i don't think said it in the most um diplomatic way but the the root of what she was saying about uh, you know homosexuality mm-hmm. being an abomination and all that stuff, it's it does fall in line with the Catholic doctrine. It was just her delivery was a little off. Well, and she put it on a public page. I mean, is yeah. she a nun? No. So, no. but she's I, a she's in you know, and that was my you know that was the other thing that I was just really really bothered about. If this was some private page of hers that only her friends had access to, fine, but. I can't help but think that like students go looking on students. People they, look yeah. on everyone's Facebook page, they, that they know. So of yeah. course, if I was a student, I would totally go try to track down mm-hmm. my teacher's Facebook page and spy on their life and to read that and then show up. That in could be class your favorite teacher, and you day. could be gay. Yeah, and then just be like, "Oh, like she hates my guts. She hates you my guts. That's like, going to affect your 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 learning. Yeah, and, and I your." Just, Mm. That was that was what bothered me the most too was just like you are a teacher like if you were you know a truck driver or you had some job in retail or something but like you are responsible for all of these young children and mm-hmm. shaping their hearts and this is what you're putting out there like no. what did she ever respond to your letter she did she responded privately and you know she said that you know you don't have to say it if you're not yeah i you know yeah she just she did she did i did not engage um was it no was there any remorse for what she said in her there wasn't oh no but she did she she said she didn't hate me um uh but there was it was it was like i don't hate you but i uphold the laws, the laws of God, you know. Yeah, which um, I take. You know, people are like, "Well, that's your religious convictions," and I'm, I'm actually the older I get, the more radical. Even like, even if you mm-hmm. were a truck driver, you were this. I'm like, well, actually, no, no. Yeah, I know. 
I'm sorry, but you can't. It's unacceptable for me to hide behind religion anymore. That you believe because right. if that was about black people, yes. If you said black yeah, people can, you just guess what? Replaced it. Yeah, that yeah. would be discrimination. It's mm-hmm. against the law. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And until people in our country realize those are the same things, mm-hmm. then I feel like as a gay rights activist and a per- that that I still have to keep promoting that until people see it's the same thing and they think it's the same. I it's the same. People need to feel the same shame about that, that they think, oh, people are, people are the N-word, and, they're, yeah. and a black person's not as worthy as me, or an Asian person is not as worthy as me. And then they go, oh, wait, that's wrong? Right. It's the same thing. It and is. until it's people like, know it, that. Like, I feel like the LGBT community is, is the last community where is it, it is acceptable to discriminate, to against. discriminate against in public like without you know un, uh, under this you know freedom of religion nonsense where it's like no yeah. like, and i'm sure there's other but it does feel like we're on the last frontier yeah i, I mean, mean women still are too but but I there's mean, so many yeah, but yes yeah. i do I mean, think here in our culture here, here it people still say like that's that, so gay you know? and things like that yeah. and, and you would say like, that's so that's so black or right. like that's so but we do still th- say things like "that's so girly," you know, and that. Yeah. Anyway, we're going yeah. into a whole conversation. I no. want to circle back to your hateful teacher. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so she gets been and she's back. And so, but what do you think? Is there more to the story? Um, you know, in at the end of the day, uh, she's she's back there teaching. I mean, there there was a lot of weird things that were happening where you know they started a fundraiser for her when she was suspended because they said she wasn't uh they said that she was actually fired and no. they tried to raise like you know they said she was never going to be able to work again because of what you know we've dragged her name you know the the media has dragged her name through the mud and so they tried to raise like a hundred thousand dollars for her um but then that got canceled because they were like no you have your job back so i don't I have not talked to the school at all. I have not talked to her at all. Um, I, you know, I just hope in my heart um, that that she's more mindful of 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 what she says. And maybe and, she and who won't she be. Says it to. Maybe it, she won't, but maybe someone else in your community will. Right, and I think that that was the other thing is just um, that I hope that. Uh, I'm just I'm glad that at least that Facebook was shut down. Like they they did they did order her to deactivate Which, her account, and you know that was I mean that was my big thing was just like you can't put this out. No, there. that's why my like, Facebook is private because I'm a camp director. I don't want camp kids knowing no, yeah what I post and like I I don't yeah you ha- I don't like I have a friend or a, a cousin who's. A pastor i don't agree with the type of churches he had so i'm not going to like his page for that but i'm also not going to like it because i don't want a camper to see that i i know it's my Absolutely. cousin's church that i like this and that they think i support this anti-gay church you know yeah you got to think about those kind Absolutely. of things when yeah. you're in that position you're not it's not like you're a truck driver and you can say whatever you want right and no yeah it's like you you're in a position be, of influence right and when there's children involved, I just, I mean, high school sucks. It like sucks. it sucks. Like, Actually, it, I loved high school. You did. I mean, I, did. I, I mean, great. it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's even, tough. Even, it's even, tough. even if you loved it, you know, it was good. Gay identity stuff was hard uh, though then. Yeah. Yeah. And just so if you're ever like, you know, if you don't have any thick skin and you know that this is the way your teacher feels about you, like that, 
really that's uh, yeah that's, affect someone that could be traumatizing yeah, yeah yeah those are the type of kids that we talked to at the trevor project exactly bringing it back mm-hmm. so, so so yeah so i, I mean, love that. i was really it was yeah it was great and then the advocate asked me to write this op-ed which was really really <gasps> Shut awesome up. so i wrote the and you know and and uh and so now you know Scott i just lines that, you're published i know right it was cool it was scary i was like <laughs> i haven't written anything since like i you know college um if it's it was long but uh yeah and then so i mean look i just i i just hope that people i think it did the mo- the most interesting thing one of the most interesting things was how many mothers uh reached out and supported mm. what i wrote how you know you you had you know the gay contingent getting your back too but mothers are really affected because i think they all think that could be my child. You know, yeah. I think that they think, I, I think that's what gets into their head and, and they're very sensitive to, to just the environments that their children are being raised yeah. in. Um, so I was really overwhelmed by that, by, by mothers and how much they supported and had, uh, my back throughout that as that's well. That's really fantastic. Cool. So, yeah. So, you're a little hero. You're a big hero. Actually I'm back to being, you know, I got to figure out what's next. You gotta write some more letters on Facebook. Letters, <laughs> good for you. That yeah. well, I love that because it's about, um, it's uh, you know it's something that I try to inspire people, in my life and on the show even that like, it truly is little things that create change. Whether it's 100%. writing a letter about something that you think is wrong, or it's about going a walk on a walk for five minutes because you're trying to be healthier, yep. or um, you know, or or just telling someone, maybe sharing a little bit of your emotions when it's scary to share your whole story. It's just about doing little seeds that really bring growth. Yeah, I totally agree. I was like, I never shared anything on Facebook before. Like, I mean, like, like I would always just like share jokes and stuff like that. But like, that was a pretty serious or Britney thing videos. To, exactly. We both love exactly. Britney. Exactly. We love Britney. And um, so that was the first like thing where I like it was a part of like me that I was just putting out there in such mm. like a in such a you know here here you, here go, you go kind of thing. And it was I you know. I think I had a couple drinks before I pressed send. So I wasn't too frightened, but uh, it's nice to know when you put your heart into something that I think that people will respond to that no matter what it is. And that's not just, you know, I think that goes for whatever you choose to do for a living, mm-hmm. what, you know, your relationships, everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're, if your heart is in the right place, then I think people respond to that. So I will end on that. That is correct. That I can agree with that more. <laughs> well, all right then. Well, so now we're on to chatty Matty questions. All right. So I don't know if you looked at these before. So these are the oh, same five questions. Oh, you know, yeah. cause you listen to the show. So uh-huh. first question. <laughs> what, you're, oh, somebody just got red. You're getting nervous. It's hot in here. It's a, it, is it, hot. Is hot in it is hot. It is hot. Um, okay. So first question, what's your most memorable childhood smell? Um, I have, uh, I got the Madonna Like a Prayer cassette uh, in my Easter basket in 1989. When this it is came already out. the gayest response to this question. I know. Ever I know. Um, and I don't know. 1989. You, I, I, in 1989, I was in fourth grade, and I don't even know if you were, if you had it yourself. But the cassette uh, cover, like the the cover art and stuff, was like dipped in some kind of like patchouli scented thing, and I just remember 
I didn't even know what patchouli was at the time, but I just remember like practically like licking that for like until like all of this stuff. Like I just smelled it and like I just like thought like this is what Madonna smells like. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I really I really wore that out, you know. So it's like patchouli. So when you like smell patchouli, patchouli now you think of that? Yeah, always. And I have a patchouli candle at our home for you know for that, that they, reason. Yeah, yeah. So I don't it just reminds me of childhood. Are you still a Madonna fan? Uh, we, that could have been ours. I mean, that's a whole... no, yeah. I mean, n- currently, I feel I do not. I've dis. Uh, I have not been connecting with her rebel um, heart. And all her, that. her rebel heart. What no. about like? But what was Madonna for you in 1989? Because for me, in 1989, I was Paul Abdul. Oh, oh, okay. So you were okay. I mean, I really, I find Paul Abdul to be really fun. I think she's, she was like, no, Madonna's Kate, way more talented. Well, no, yeah, but Madonna, like Paul Abdul's like Katy Perry. It's like they don't really stand for anything. They don't really like. They they were just they just make good music, but they're mm-hmm. not really interesting people. Like Paul Abdul, you're never like, oh, I can't wait to watch that interview with Paul Abdul, you know. True. But you did want to like watch an interview with Madonna. You, wanted, you yeah, you wanted to hear what Madonna had to say. Um, so, uh, so Madonna in 1989. Oh my God, that was the that was everything. It was like a prayer. Express yourself. That Do you was have posters when, all over your room? Um, well, I wasn't allowed to really. Oh. But, um, well, I shared a room with my brother, and he was oh. not into it. So, uh, but no, I just uh, oh, I would. I, I mean, I could still do the entire blonde ambition choreography. Tour. And you're a dancer. Um, well, not trained, but, but you love I dancing. Love to dance. I did love to dance, or I do love to dance. I I do it with Victor a lot now. But yeah, I I was a huge Madonna fan for most of my life, and I would say that she probably got me through a lot of uh, a lot of dark times yeah hey that's what which they is do. what i told her when i met her you what you met her in 1999 yeah, did you cry a, um i didn't cry but i did tell i did say thank you for making the world a better place i think that's what i got out of myself <laughs> what did she say what did she say she just said thank you i mean she was just like you know where did you meet her at her party susan took me to her party oh the aunt. like yeah and we just like you know it was really awesome but yeah so that was that did you tell like did celebs like i mean if i'm a celebrity if i took her i'd be like don't thank and my friends did you did she know you were gonna she, Madonna oh with? she like went up she knew that i was just ridiculously uh oh, okay. a fan and so she went up and i think she whispered something in her along lines of like can you please talk to my nephew he's like a huge fan of yours and it would make his day. you do have the best day in it she is awesome you're her no, favorite no, nephew I've decided. She, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and she did and she like then i sat down with her in this booth and like naomi campbell was like on the other side of me and we just chatted for five seconds and then susan like took a picture and then you know i was like she was like Shoo, go away now. <laughs> go away now. That's so. Do you know I've never seen Thelma and Louise, P.S.? Oh. I know. Um, I know it's a bad thing. Well, I don't think I've watched it in its entirety. I've seen <laughs> a lot of it. I see it, you know, well, because here's the thing. Is I it weird like, watching that for you? No, you know, we. Just, it was like one of those things that came out when I was too young to be allowed to see it. So by the time it came, like by the time I was, you know, of age to watch an R-rated movie, like... I, you know, I didn't go back and like watch all this because she did a lot of R-rated stuff when I was quite young. So, um, but I mean, I, the parts that I have seen, it's pretty kick-ass. I know I need to see it. Yeah, you did. You should. I did. Yeah. We, we should watch it together. Yeah. I'll babysit and yeah. breastfeed your baby because I'm the babies. <laughs> um, all right. Number two, alcoholic drink you can't drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown on it. Uh, um, I know there's one. I feel like I was, I feel like it has to be Malibu rum. 
and oh. Coke, like a Malibu and diet. Like I think that like Malibu and that's like, it smells like suntan lotion. It does actually. Like, I definitely barfed up suntan lotion for like a one. Do you have a specific night you remember? Or just no, college? I think I just know that it's one of those things. And I have the same thing with Rice Krispie treats too. I, oh, I you ate them on a drunken. I, and I just barf them up and I can never like look at them or smell them or be around them again. So, but yeah, Malibu, Malibu. Diet, I don't know. It's such an awful. What's your drink too. of choice now? Uh, Casadores Reposado and soda oh, with a splash. Of <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you got to call out your say, alcohol. Say, you can't just say like it's it's tequila and soda with a, a splash of uh, lime. So it's Casador. Say that again. Casadores Reposado. Oh, um, look at you! That's my that's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, look at you! Plug plug plug. Brought to you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Do, I like tequila. What but is it has yours? to be good. What tequila. is yours? I'm so white trash. I really love beer. Oh, no. But I'm a beer snob. Like, I mean, I'll drink a Bud Light, but I really love, like, going to. I need to go to Portland, but I love craft breweries, uh, like microbreweries, all that. Like Angel City Brewery in downtown LA. There's one in Pasadena, Golden Road. I'm upset. Those are like my favorite. Interesting. See, they all taste the same to me. And I'm, oh, really? Yeah, I can't. I've never been a beer person. If I wasn't. All of my family, they love Can't do vodka. Got, got really, really drunk once doing vodka. Okay. I mean, I can do vodka, but flavor vodka. I got so drunk, I woke up and an Asian man was trying to give me a blowjob while I was throwing up. That happened. <laughs> so, that happened. I still while, think I was roofing. Wait, do you think you were throwing up because oh, yes. he was oh, trying to give you a no, blowjob? No. Or, okay. No, it was because of the drink. But um, tequila, I like if it's really good. Yeah. If it's yeah, really I good. agree because like a shitty like Mm-mm. you know Mm-mm. I don't yeah I don't shoot it anymore because that means I'm gonna get naked like anything they serve at uh, Fiesta Cantina kind of tequila I will not drink. no I can't no no but those are fun days those are those when are you fun. could drink whatever you when you could whatever drink the could shittiest drink. alcohol and it tasted fine I actually like rum rum fits well with oh, my constitution okay okay as does um. Uh, gin, I do. I probably my like liquor drink would be um, like I do like uh, I do enjoy a sapphire and tonic or a okay. Hendrix. A very Hendrix adult. And ton- I like very a Hendrix adult. gin or a dirty mart. I like martinis dirty that are martini. that are gin, not vodka. Oh, okay, dirty martini with gin. That's very we're gonna. That's a that's my Vegas drink. You. Do you have a yeah. Vegas drink? That's my Vegas mm. drink. Anything that Britney will give me. That's, have you yeah. seen Britney? No, I really want to go, though. I haven't I'm seen her in Vegas, but I've seen her in concert. Me too. I saw her yeah. in concert, like, uh, before she sort of died inside. Oh. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that was fun. I'm just kind of I'm kind of apprehensive about going to see her. I haven't seen her since it's, the the meltdown. The meltdown. So is um, she still your favorite? Or was I mean you loved Britney? I loved her. I mean again, I mourned her. I think she's gone. I think the 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 I woman think, that we loved is gone. It's like I, I wish I would have seen Madonna before Blonde Ambi- or like Blonde Ambition tour right after that. And I we were such babies. We, we were such babies. To go. We weren't. I think girls were like like a guys. I don't know like. Girls, I know when I was younger, went to concerts. Guys, we, I would go to a concert like if my friends were going. I don't know. It's like, at least yeah, where no, I'm we from. weren't. We were like, uh, you would go to like a, a professional sports game. We would go to wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Like, which I what? liked, I mean, actually. But yeah, I never, I wanted to go to a Paul Abdul, but who would I have gone with? No, I would have loved to have gone to see Paul Abdul. Or like, she I, was pretty fun. I love Kylie Minogue, too. Me, too. Yeah, and she still looks amazing. She I like her. Yeah. 
So anybody I else mean, you're really on right now? Um, you know, I Jennifer Lopez. I just still I've heard that new song's adore good, her. I, I mean, I, it's like her music's okay. I just like everything about like the glam of J Lo. Yeah, like, she's, pretty. she's pretty. She doesn't like ever not look. She brings it. Yeah. And I think she's, um, I like the way she's grown up and grown into herself. She's like not, yeah, she's still here. Madonna needs a little growing, Madonna has a little growing up to do. She's been regressing a little bit lately. She needs to put clothes on. That's all. And I don't mean like, because she's too old. not in an ageist way. No, that's the thing. It's not that. It's not that. It's just like. You can tell she's trying so hard. Yeah. That's what's up. It's like, we don't, we love you. It's like the same thing actually with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj needs to put clothes on. I see that Anaconda video. I'm like, yeah. you were trying so hard. You're too talented. Where Rihanna for this. sometimes wears no clothes, but it works because Rihanna's. Fuck- <laughs> I, don't, I don't really love what Rihanna stands for, but she's fucking talented. She is. She is. I, I agree. Bitch with brings you. it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Gay DD. We both just got let's off on a tangent. See. All right. Well, maybe this will go less. Um, Chatty Manning number three. When are you most inspired? I'm most inspired when I am surrounded by um, people who um are joyful in oh. whatever they do in their life um what, so if there's an if there is a if i'm just surrounded i mean i'm inspired by joy by I, the joy people have in the most littlest things to the biggest things yeah i think I that's what the pisces thing because joy is a big word for me yeah it has been for me lately too i feel like you just we spend so much time uh, the free time that we have as uh, as parents now is so limited that mm. when we do it's like you really take an inventory of the people in your life and you're like do they like bring anything to our life in terms of like the their joy mm. and what they're doing and like i just don't have any interest in spending time with people that don't have some something in their life to i agree you know I agree with that. That happened to me after my with my aunt dying. I think because so that's okay. It was just sudden, you know, yeah. and it was uh, she was sixty three. So that was definitely another thing of like, just it's too short. Life's too short. Yep. Somebody yeah. should yeah. use that saying. Life's too short. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> so I love that though, Joy. Okay, Chatty. Okay, because you're a married man, you can choose oh. either weirdest place you had sex. Or you can do celebrity crush. What if I uh, had or unless you sex had... in a weird place with my with my celebrity then crush? Can you I tell better you that? fucking tell that. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't. No celebrities for me. Um, I will. I am going to pick the celebrity crush. I'm going to go <laughs> with um, uh, the beautiful and handsome Tom Hardy. He oh. is my. He's got those lips. The lips. The lips, and then like he's not shirtless a lot in Mad Max, though. I was disappointed in that. I'm trying to think. Of he does kind of talk different. Yeah. I don't understand. Totally. That's not how he talks at all. But there's like a Tom Hardy. <laughs> I don't know what that is. No, it is. It's like he constantly has like a Bane kind of. I thought voice. it was Bane, but it's yeah. not. It's just even he's like I'm Mad Max. Yeah, I don't. I don't he know. Just seems like I a crazy. Person. That was like Carol Channing. I'm, I'm Mad Max. Where's Barry? Charlie Sharon? I don't know. That's a terrible. That's t- like. That's, that's like not a, even a good impression. It's kind of Scooby Dooish too. <laughs> <laughs> so who was like the guy that when you were a kid? I like to ask all the gay boys this. Uh, yeah. When you, I say everything. When you were a boy, that you were like beating off to at thirteen, that you wouldn't tell anybody about. Oh my god. 
Because I remember those yeah. East Bay magazines. Whoever those models were. Oh, you like the sports scene. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's funny. I used to have, I used to definitely um, stick the international mail ones underneath my, my bed and hide those. That's Did you guys nice. get those? Were you? No. Oh, they were like, they were like men in like thongs. It was like the, like European inspired oh. clothes, but there was like, you know, two pages of like underwear. Where oh, you could, that was like, East see. Bay. There was a whole like jock strap, which yes, I'm not into jock, jock straps now. Oh, I don't I even am. own one. Oh, oh you are? Yeah. They're oh, fun. you have like a whole collection? Yeah, like I have a whole wall, like right in Victor's <laughs> nursery. In the, in the nursery. That's where you modeled them. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. So who was your love when you were um, young? So? I don't know. Oh, God, that is such a good question. I feel like I... Mm, I always liked older guys when I was young. Is Jason older? He's seven years older. So yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I need. To, I don't even remember what he looks like. Um, he's very handsome. He looks like Tom Hardy. <laughs> Does he really? No. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, I don't know. That is. I, that is a really like, good one. I'm trying to think of who think I. J- I yeah, I'll think about it. You think but, about yeah. that, and you I'll come get, on the I'll show back next you. time. You yeah. got another yeah. letter. And oh yeah, chatty Maddie question number five. What makes your heart happy? My husband and my son. Well, I yeah. knew it would be. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, that's. I have a life doesn't get better than that. I do have a follow up question. Actually, do you think you would have written that letter if you didn't have a son? That is an amazing question, and I've asked myself that, and the answer is probably not. Mm. I probably would not have done that. I think that uh, I was never. You don't have. I don't think I was the type of person that would stand up for. And I hate to say this about myself, but I think I'm just, I, there's a lot of people, if it's not bothering me in my personal life, why do I need to get involved? Mm. You know, and I think that maybe, uh, not that what she said was affecting my personal, like my family, but like, I don't think I had anything, I didn't have a reason to stand up for something before I, myself wasn't enough, which is a terrible thing to say. I don't agree with that at all. I think yourself is enough. Mm-hmm. But I think that my I've been able to find my own voice through my recent, um, through, you know, through getting older, um, through learning more about myself. And the best way that you could learn about yourself is getting married and having a baby because you learn a lot you know about yeah. yourself um well suddenly too i think you're thinking once you have a child i would definitely be thinking my brother and i were having this conversation because uh you know his younger kids was saying the f word mm-hmm. and he the kid came back and said well dad i heard you say it in this way mm-hmm. and it, he was like oh well and so it's that whole Careful the things you tell. Sorry, children will listen. A little song time. But it's true. It's so I think when you're a parent, it's suddenly, okay, who do I want to be? For to this? my child, yeah. this is going to be wonderful for Victor and if you have other children. Yeah. Um, are you going to have other kids? Yeah, we want to. We oh, want a nice. whole, like, you know, brood. I will babysit them all. Awesome. Um, I'm not I'll kidding. take you up on that. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it for real. Um, but when they're 20, they're going to be like, they're going to be like, hey, they're going to be dating someone or like their wife or husband. I don't know his life. And yeah. they're going to say, hey, I just wanted to sit down for like five minutes and I want you to see what my dad did. That's, and I, they're going to show him this letter. Yeah. 
and like what this did and what he's like this is how much my dad loves me yeah I, that would be really awesome I, I i do hope that I, I do think you have to always think about when it's important to just be like what what's the example i want to set for my child you know yeah. like what you know it makes what, you think what of kind what of man do i want to be mm-hmm. yeah yeah and if uh, and so i hope that i i mean i'm gonna fuck up a lot <laughs> but uh i do hope that i do some really awesome things too you already have Thank you. You already have got lines. Well, that's it. That's the show. You did it. That was so quick. You're so quick. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> we're, I, I, we're sweaters. I know. I mean, my bedroom is warm. So, um, but well, everybody, that's the show. So, um, if you want, you probably keep everything private. But some people do say they're on Twitter or whatever. Oh. They can find you. If not, you can. Yeah, I'm on Facebook, Scott Lyons. I don't oh. even know my address, but you, you know. can find me through. You can find me through Matt Mar. You yeah, you can find me through Matt Mar. I can put it on the website. And um, for the rest of you, go to dearmannyshow.com to. Uh, look at the demo of the show. Questions, 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 questions. Please send your questions. And um, yeah, you can everything Instagram, Face, uh, Twitter, it's the Matt Mar. That's it, sugar. So, you know. Can do- I just say thank you so much for having me? Oh. I didn't say that and I wanted Of course. You're awesome and this is really fun and I oh. really appreciate it. it was, I love what you're doing. Oh, well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, no, that's. That's one day when I'm super famous. I'll have you on when I have your aunt on. And <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We'll watch Thelma and Louise together. Well, yes, we'll do it. And she'll comment and be like, God, I'm over these queens. <laughs> uh, things I do for my favorite nephew. But but I love you. And um, it's just wonderful to have seen you grow as a person. So, All right, everybody. So we'll see you next week. Do something for someone this week and have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.